everybody, and welcome back to Expand Cool, where we dive deep into the things that we think are worth talking about. I'm Kevin. And I'm Sam. And today we're talking about Inception. Yeah. yeah. Chris Nolan movie. <laughs> the first of many I'm sure we'll be talking about at my request at Sam's, you know, humoring me. <laughs> um, Sam, what did you think of Inception? thought it was pretty good to say the least (laughs) this is actually the let's see third time i think i've seen it Mm -hmm. i you know saw it the first time in theaters um i was still in high school it was it blew my mind my little junior mind and i remember very specific things about it and then when i watched it this time i was like actually grasping more things of you know the like just all the concepts they were throwing out there kind of like the the deeper aspects of the movie and like the deeper takeaways right that's what i love about a lot of chris nolan movies is that you know at the surface there's usually one or two like pretty straightforward stories like this movie kind of has like two main stories in it one is about a guy and his dead wife and then the other is you know about like this heist Mm -hmm. like if you boil it down to that it's like the two main stories of this movie are very common stories in like any movie right it's usually the like the foundation of chris nolan's movies are not like whoa (laughs) but but you know, when you watch a trailer or start to get into it, you're immediately like, whoa. But when you boil it down, it's usually pretty straightforward is not the right word. But it's like... But like more common things. More common. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. Like us humans are going to have <laughs> or experience in our lives. And I feel like that's a good idea, though. Because then people can relate to those aspects and then he can add some more crazy concepts on top of it. So then you're not blowing the entire thing out of proportion where you're like, I can't even relate because nothing is relatable. And I think the reason Inception and others stand out so much is because I think that's pretty rare that so many times when there's a movie that has like, that is being sold on the crazy concept because no one sells Inception on, Oh, it's a heist movie or, Oh, it's a, it's this like sad love story. Like, they sell it on the weird dream stuff. And so many movies that try to sell themselves on that, they execute on that idea pretty well because that's the, you know, (laughs) the the give and take. But then it's like (laughs) the the give is, well, where's the substance? Right, exactly. (laughs) Like, I don't care about these characters. I can't relate to anyone. Yep. Why do I care what's going on? Like, yeah. This has a pretty good blend of you know scenes where like i feel like you get really intimate moments with Cobb where you're like oh my gosh this is rough yeah and then and then in the next scene you've got tom hardy's character eames just like don't dare to dream a little bigger darling and then just pulls out like a grenade launcher (laughs) and it's like it's like what the heck is going on (laughs) yes but yeah i would have to agree i've seen this now a couple times and the you know, I think that those core stories resonated me, with me the first time, but now it's like you can get more into like all the details into the, this movie has to offer. Right, and I definitely feel like it 
maybe hit a little harder because like more stuff is different in my life than it was when I was in high school. Oh, <laughs> so, maybe. So, you know, there's like more things that I can relate to. Maybe or, 10 years. <laughs> you know, yeah. A few things are changed. Not very yeah. many. <laughs> Still the same height, you know. Well, how oof. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I feel like it definitely hits a bit harder. And some of the things, though, I'm just going to get out of the way. Some of the things that I appreciated <laughs> straight from the first time I saw it is uh, the music in this movie. Yes. God, this movie's music is so incredibly good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was, like, I had goosebumps sometimes and then <laughs> i i totally remembered i had like a flashback when the wah sound like came yep. on i was like oh god i remember being in the theater when this yep. happened and i was just like shivers <laughs> the first wah that <laughs> yes. made all the wahs after <laughs> <laughs> the one that created them all <laughs> <laughs> the wah heard round the world <laughs> um yeah i i completely agree and like, it's Hans Zimmer, and Hans Zimmer is a living legend and has made some of the best soundtracks, including this one of all time, dating back to the freaking Lion King. <laughs> um, and uh, the track Time in this uh, in this soundtrack <laughs> is, is, like, one of my favorite tracks on any movie ever. It's so incredibly good. And like you said, it's like goosebumps. Mm -hmm. When I hear that song it immediately instills emotion in me. Like, yep. it's like, oh, like, right from the first note, it's like, oh, this is real. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. it's so heart-wrenching at parts of this movie, and the music amplifies it up to 11. <laughs> yes, and you know, like, when you feel that, just from the music. Like, it, I guess not just from the music, because if you, I mean, if you separate them, like, you would feel it with the music, but then it combines with that scene or whatever, and you're like, oh, man, I feel it in my soul. <laughs> right, exactly. I think what you mean is that it, you know, it does it to amplify the scene, but the fact that you can feel it just with the music means that it did such a good job pairing with it that when you left the movie and then you just had the music, it's still connected that well with that emotion. Because, like... Obviously, if you had never seen the movie and just listened to the soundtrack, you wouldn't get the same emotion. Right. And you wouldn't. But if you watch the movie and yeah. then you go later and just listen to the song and you still can feel that emotion, it's like that yep. song did a really good job of pairing with that emotion you felt while watching whatever scene, you know? Yep. This movie does that too. Oh, God. The nth degree. It's so good. <laughs> this soundtrack is amazing. Um, and. Our on podcast. Top of that, yeah. Yes. The, stay yeah, tuned. You know, stay tuned. That's, you know, TBD. <laughs> the visuals in this movie are, we talked about it just before hopping on, that Chris Nolan had the idea for this movie apparently in 2002. Yeah. And Wasn't ready. was like, yeah, and knew that, you know, that the dream idea. Could he, do it. Like it just all the weird mind bending stuff that, that was good. in his initial plan. Right. He he wanted to have all the weird stuff happen. Mm -hmm. Doctor Strange before it was Doctor Strange. Right. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'll just wait a few years. And then he waited a few years. He made some of the best movies ever made. And then studios were like, hey, want all the money in the world? And he's like, all right, <laughs> I'll make my dream movie now. And right. like the first, the first dream, the whole dream sequence where uh, Cobb is first showing um, Ariadne how to 
be an architect mm-hmm. is awesome. <laughs> like, there's so many cool things yeah, in that one like sequence. Yeah, like, the explosions, the sl- mm-hmm. and then the, like, people being frozen also. Like, kind of like Matrix-esque yeah. stuff. Yes, yes. Like, there's um, just like layers. Like, the whole world bending mm-hmm. and... Uh, she, and then she's just like literally rearranging the world yep. to like make new things and yeah, it's awesome. Um, it it like elevate. It, I'm glad he waited because it oh, elevates yeah. the like we talked about. Yeah, there are these real characters who are relatable in these real stories, but when you have these amazing spectacles, it's like okay, I understand. We're in the dream world. Like things can go wonky. Right. <laughs> like exactly. There's there's a reason why you know we're gonna go into these dreams, but things could go poorly and crazy stuff could happen and it does yeah. happen which is oh, yeah. awesome <laughs> yeah you can't have a crazy dream movie and not have crazy dream stuff happen exactly <laughs> yeah i i will say that you know there were a few scenes with the like cgi people that kind of were like ooh <laughs> but yeah everything not else all of it holds up everything else was really good like that scene with the explosions that are slow mo is, is so ridiculous. good. Still, that that scene's absurdly uh, good. Yeah, it's really cool for the the crew in this movie. The main crew that goes on the main, you know, heist, heist. <laughs> yeah, Inception. Yeah. Do you have like a favorite character in that main crew that is going through, like including Saito, who's not really doing anything, right? <laughs> but is there? I mean. Uh, every time, I just, I really appreciate Eames' character. I was going to say the same <laughs> like, thing. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I would want to be him, like, in his role, but mm. him as a character with this group, it, he's just, like, the comic relief, but also, like, good at what he does. He's not just kind of, like, a tag-along guy who's the comic mm-hmm. relief. Like, right. I, I don't know, I really appreciated his character, and, like... You first saw that when he met Cobb and they were at the bar and he was like, oh, this random guy, do I know you? Oh, I guess not. Like, I don't know. That that entire thing was really funny and him pretending to be um, the guy's uh, right-hand man, uh, Browning. Oh, yeah, his godfather, yeah. Yeah, he did a great job with that. I know it wasn't obviously well, him, and, that, and that's but... what i liked is that i think that adds on to it that tom hardy's performance is so good that like he's not always on screen when he's himself you know it's you know the actor playing browning is browning right so he's on screen much less of the time compared to the other crew members and he still kind of steals every moment yep. he's in because he's just that yep. that charming <laughs> he does exactly. a super good job in that role yeah right when i saw him for the first time in this movie, I was like, oh, yes, he's in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he's a great actor. He He's so good. He clearly tries super hard in yeah. the role he's in. And in this movie, he he nails being that kind of, like, uh, like sassy almost. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, acts like he's better than everybody else, but is right. also amazingly good at his job. So it's not like, of the things that go wrong in this movie, like, he, he's like, basically never messes anything yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> like, he almost always, you know, Cause I w- is I was doing like, his job perfectly. Oh, wait, does he mess up at all with pretending to be, you know, uh, Browning? Right. And no, he was did a great job. Like, even with mm-hmm. shorter notice than he originally was going to yeah, have. Yeah, right. Like, right. It, was, that, it was impressive. And I will say that my other character that i would like there that i like besides Cobb, that just i thought he did an amazing job in this movie is arthur 
mm-hmm. like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He was newer to acting, I think, in this movie, but yeah. he did a, a phenomenal job, I think. Yeah, I completely agree. And like his character had like a serious. Yes, exactly. It, 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 it he was, was the more perfect, serious, like, but he was he was serious, but he was still loyal to Cobb. So like mm-hmm. he would try to you know keep things right, but at the end of the day, he was always going to do whatever Cobb needed mm-hmm. to do. Like he was that like perfect right hand man and. Yeah, I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt in that role. He was super good. And and speaking of his character, I love when the hotel loses gravity. <laughs> oh, and that, that whole sequence is so oh, good. Oh, my gosh. And, and then he has to improvise at the elevator yes! like, Holy to wake shit. everybody up. When he did that, I was like... How the fuck do you come up with something like that? Like you apparently do this for years. Shit. Like <laughs> uh, it was just so, I know obviously like it wasn't actually him coming up with this at the moment, but like it was just it felt like it and you were like really feeling yeah. that pressure and mm-hmm. uh it was just so cool and I I found out I think I remember hearing about this when the movie came out or like later that that scene where he's fighting fighting the second or third guy in the hallway is actually yeah. a rotating set. Yes. And like yes. the camera is, was doing the yep. opposite. It's so then stationary yeah. or rotating the, yeah, the opposite direction. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's so awesome. Like, cool. I love that they did as many like, <laughs> and that's one thing Chris Nolan is pretty well known for is that, you know, even though he did have now the big money to make the crazy dream movie, he will, constantly use or blend practical effects with cgi mm-hmm. so that to make things look as real as possible like uh like that explosion scene we talked about there's a lot of that that's practical like they yep. blew a bunch of stuff up <laughs> <laughs> um and it looks way better than just simulated explosions oh yeah because and... then it'd look way too fake right and like you know the zero g stuff like some of that you're gonna have to do some cgi stuff but if you can make a rotating hallway and like kind of so everyone's movement makes sense with how like gravity shifting mm-hmm. because they're literally moving that way in real life it's right. much easier to buy into what's going on on screen and right makes that scene awesome <laughs> so good my gosh yeah i uh i didn't realize i mean like going through the movie the first time i watched it i knew that i kind of figured that like it was going to be that he incepted his wife Mm-hmm. potentially but i did not know it was gonna be like gonna that be bad that. <laughs> yeah like that that reveal and like again this movie does a great thing of it uses the dream tears to its advantage of being able to basically have constant tension mm-hmm. that like there's <laughs> use of driving the van in the, yes. in the first one yes. and then jgl he's fighting everybody arthur's fighting everybody in the hotel yep. And they're, you know, stuff's blown up and guards are attacking him at the, you know, snow mountain. Right. <laughs> and, and then yeah. in Limbo, while all that's happening, Cobb's like, oh, by the way, I screwed you over and killed you, basically. Yep. <laughs> like, it's my fault. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, there's so much going on right now. You can't dump <laughs> this on me. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. There's, there's like, constantly so much going on. And this movie is so long, too. I didn't realize it's it was very two and long. a half hours yeah. long. Yeah. And, for, and for that time. like So much happens. Nowadays. Yeah. And, well, and nowadays, two and a half hour movies are, like, 
almost the norm. But back in tw- ten years ago, ten years ago, two and a half no. hours was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> right? <laughs> like, it's, yeah. It's more than two hours. <laughs> yes, exactly. And yeah. I, I like there wasn't a moment in in this movie. I don't think really where I was like okay let's let's move it along like they yeah we're moving along like constantly they they get past the like recruiting the crew phase pretty quick right most of this movie is you know is that dream that like last dream cycle right like i like and the only times where i feel like the movie takes its time is in the first dream which is you know explaining how it works (laughs) in saito's dream and then in the next dream where Cobb's explaining it to Ariane, like they very, there's very little downtime. Yes. Like you just said, they, yeah. they take their time on the things that are cool and interesting mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, we need to get some people. Okay. We need to figure out what, oh yeah. Okay. His dad's dead. Okay. Yeah. We're just, <laughs> oh, let's move it yeah. along. Let's, and get, like, let's get to the good stuff. This, this movie really just jumps right into it. There's no hey, we're going to ease you into this. Like, no, like, right off the bat, we're in a dream, in a dream. I love like, that. Like, it's so God. cool. And it's such a good opening for this movie. Yes. And like, because you're like, what kind of movie like, is this? Like, what's happening? And like, and, like, there's these riots outside. And yeah. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, after they finally wake up, and it's uh-huh. like, geez, oh, where are they? Why are they doing this here? Yes. And then that starts to click. It's like, wait, why are they doing this here? This isn't real. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's so good. One concept in this movie that also has spawned a lot of fan theories are the totems, right? Right. You know, each character has to have their own totem that they, only they recognize and only they know its properties so that if they're asleep and it's not like that, they know they're asleep. Right. Um, If you had to have a totem, yeah, what would it be? Yeah, I, like, thought about this because when I was watching this movie, I, like, asked myself this. I was like, what would be my thing? And, like, to me, it'd have to be something that I either have, like, on me or... Well, it would have to be on you from then on. (laughs) Well, yeah, but it, like, means something to me. And, like, I feel like... But it would have to be something no one else has touched. I know. That's that's the big thing for me is I'm like, it has to be something I know intimately. It has to be small. Yes. And no one else can touch it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's rough. I Like, I think I would have to, like, come up with one rather than it already be something. Right. Like, I know there's some... So, like, I am kind of a fanatic with pens because i like to write and so Mm. i have this one pen that's like a really a a pretty nice fountain pen that Mm -hmm. i only have used but but like what would can you buy another fountain pen i mean are there other probably exactly so like i don't know how like how unique it has to be this is the one thing and like we haven't gotten to, like, talking about if you wanted to go into these dreams, would you? But, like, right. for me, the biggest thing is... I'd probably have to make it or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I would be confident in a totem I had. Because, I mean, whatever her name is, she had to make one that was, like, the chess piece or whatever. Right, and she had to, like, hollow it out yeah. so it was unique. Yeah. Like, which, that's a good idea, but, like, I'm like, man, that I would... 
instantly know know of something exactly to how do. it feels or ways yeah or, like because there's there are like a few things that i own that i know how it feels the weight of it but like there's other ones like it so it's like right right uh it's like yeah. how unique it has to be I, I it would be tough for me to be confident in a totem i had yeah and confident that i could not be like tricked like i like the idea of um uh the spinning top like that's a smart one yeah that um, one was always interesting to me like and this is the this is bordering on the territory of, you know, the movie tries its best to explain just enough for you to buy in, but not too much where it either mm-hmm. bores it, like, you or breaks or breaks, breaks its own its, rules. Yeah, like, it breaks down yeah. or whatever. But, like, the top, like... It was hers. Yeah, it was hers. But, like, why would you know for sure it would spin forever in a dream? Well, you know what I but, mean? Like, but the pro- the thing is, is that he tried it. it. No, I'm I, ignoring him trying it. I okay. mean, like, when it was her totem. she. I'm just... As a totem idea in general, just the top, not for him using it. I just mean she picks this totem, and she knows how it spins, and the, and he explains it's like, oh, if it stops spinning, then she knows she's not in a dream. Yeah, I'm like, but why couldn't it stop spinning in a dream? You know what I mean? Like, right? What? what like, what if like, you why, make why it did, stop spinning? Yeah, or why something? in every dream you would ever go into, it would always spin forever? Yeah, like, wouldn't in one of them, like, if someone. I just that's the thing with the totems that I don't quite understand. Yeah. Because like the whole point is that if it's something different about it, then you know. Right. But like because no one but can like, perfectly it... replicate it, right? Right. Like, so then they're does not going to be able to mean... perfectly replicate your totem. But couldn't they imperfectly replicate it and it would still fall over? <laughs> right. Like, like and and could they replicate it or um? Like if I was the dreamer, if I was the architect or whatever, and I was making the dream, and so. Or, or if I, or it was my subconscious filling it in and like filled in and created your totem, and that's why something's wrong with it, right? Like, yeah. That's the whole reason, point of like, well, I didn't create this totem in the dream, someone else did, so I know it's wrong. But it's spinning forever is a really weird, yeah. like, I, it's a clever idea for the movie. Right. But when it, when you actually boil it down, I'm like, couldn't it just still fall over? <laughs> yeah. Why does it always spin forever? Right. But it's fine. I mean, whatever. Yeah. It, it's a cool thing to have for the movie, and it makes for the cool ending that it's not really relevant, but it's still cool. And I remember so many people being upset about. God, I, I hate that. Like, which, that, which I ruined, love that stuff, Yes, it, it's so good, because it's then, like, also the it's fact a, it's that... It's another question. Well, that, and also the fact that it... To him, it does not matter. He went through all of this. He's not even looking to see if it falls over. Like, he's with his kids. He does not care. He does not care. He's with his kids. He's back home. That's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, it does not matter if it falls over or it doesn't. Like, to him, it doesn't matter. Okay, well, going off that, for Mm -hmm. him, it doesn't matter if it's a dream or not. If you could... Be like Cobb and Mal and go into a perfect dream world, like with your husband, mm-hmm. and live out your dream life together that you both create together uh-huh. for, let's say, 60 years. <laughs> you okay. get 60 years in the dream, starting now. So you start at this age. Yeah. But then you come out of it and he dies. <laughs> Would you do it? Because, like, it's weird because you think about it and you're like, oh, no, I wouldn't do it because I wouldn't want him to die. Right. But 
But if you think about it, it's like lived like a life. With you've them. lived out a life with them, a perfect life with them, right. because it's in a dream world. Yeah, and then you get an extra life. Not that you would want one without them, right? But like, you're literally just gaining a t- like sixty years of time almost, right? Like, and sixty years of quote unquote perfect time because it's a mm-hmm. dream that you guys created together. That's tough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, my initial reaction is no, but then, like... Right, but it, it's like, but wouldn't it wouldn't it kind of be better than real life, though? <laughs> like, that's, like, and the, that's whole the whole idea. that's the whole concept of this movie, is, like, some people... And this is, and this is the people... trade-off, right? If I said, like, oh, would you do that or stay in the real world, it's like, well, yeah, I'd, <laughs> I'd go in the dream world. <laughs> yeah. But but obviously, it do- it screws up his real life. Yeah, like, afterwards. he's messed up after. Right, for sure. But, like... I think that's the big thing for me is like based on how I asked the question, it's like, Oh, well then you wake up, he's dead. If that was it, I think I would say yes, probably because I'm literally just gaining time. Right. Yeah. And gaining dream time, which is hype. <laughs> like that's amazing. <laughs> um, but if I had to go through his waking up and feeling like he caused her death. Yeah. No, that, that, nope. I think that's where it's like, Oh, <laughs> that's where okay. I'm like, nah, I don't want to feel that guilt for my entire rest of my life. Yeah, like 60 years would be great, but yeah, if you had that guilt forever, that would be... And then, like, your kids would always know, and, like... Yeah. Yeah, that would suck. Because, like, I mean, it's kind of an an accident, you know? It's not... He, like, didn't really exactly understand all of what he was doing, but... No. He knew it would probably have some sort of an effect. Again, he didn't know the consequences, and that's the scary thing, is that you're gonna do this, and then you could plant this tiny little idea, and then it could affect everything. Maybe that's why uh, Mal's totem is so bad. She didn't want to come back from the dream (laughs) world. She's like, no, this is the real world. I don't want to... What do you mean, wake up? We're we're in the real world. Right, exactly. It's because her totem sucked. (laughs) Pick a better totem. The top doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, if you were able to only once, would you perform inception of an idea on someone? And if so, uh, who and what idea? It's funny because for this one, my like immediate answer is yes, but I don't. But I don't know who or what it would be. Right. But like, but you like, like it, it's like a yeah. It's like you're giving me like a blank check to do this crazy right. thing with. Yeah. Like that, I feel like I and, would find a way to make that work. Yeah. That it would. It would not be so impactful that it would possibly screw everything up like how Cobb unintentionally you know had those consequences yeah but also not like affect someone I care enough about where I would feel guilty forever right like, I, like I, what I they probably do. wouldn't do it to yeah I probably wouldn't do it to like a family member or a really close friend right because then I would always know that I'm the one who changed how they act or what they do yeah like that would be tough but yeah. if I did it to just some person and it made my life slightly better <laughs> I feel like like someone you not? work with or something <laughs> sure like yeah just you or know. like just a person that you interact with a lot like you just instill the idea of being a less sh- shitty person <laughs> right it's like the the Rick and Morty episode that copies this movie and does the inception <laughs> thing and they incept his teacher to give him better grades like uh-huh. that's, <laughs> yeah like, yeah it's like that uh, yeah, I'd do something like that. That's probably not got horrible consequences. Right. And not for anyone I really care about. So. 
I think I would, but I, I don't know exactly what it would be. Turns out they have like an existential crisis of why are they giving better grades to this person and then they like kill themselves. Well, <laughs> I'm totally kidding. The, but... They weren't they weren't my bet close friend or anything. <laughs> Oh, I might man. be able to live with that guilt. Right. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. How about like, how about you? If you could incept someone. Again, like you were saying, it would be cool, but I have no idea who or what. But yeah. now that you say something simple and someone I don't really know, like I feel or, like that's just like a little yeah, bonus to life. It's bonus. like, hey, do you want a little upgrade to your life? But yeah, yeah. I definitely <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> I definitely do it to someone who's like you know, not being an all-out asshole to me, but someone I interact with a decent amount that's, like, just kind of a dick, you know? Just mm. make them a little less of one. Oh, that'd be interesting. That'd be kind of cool, you know? I don't know if I'd use it on that. Then eh, I'll just get over it, them being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have a, 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 a neutral to plus rather than a negative to either neutral or you know <laughs> I, I i would want someone to give me something out of thin air <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's fair see i i just uh like that little tiny or i guess little tiny negative in my life would be alleviated greatly if it went from negative to neutral sure that's so, true you know that's fair but yeah that would be it would be the same thing i mean i i don't think i could do it to anyone that I would ever, like, seriously interact with on a regular basis where I'm like, I screwed this person up, potentially. Like, yeah. if anything, uh, if any unintended consequence happened, like, because of it, like, right. I would just feel guilt forever. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> take backs? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay, this is kind of random, but, so, whenever I saw this movie this time, a kind of takeaway that I got from this movie was that they want to instill the idea that you can potentially find the solution to your guilt or your problems within yourself. Right. But to me, you know, I don't know if you can always necessarily do that. And I don't know if it's a necessarily great... um sort of thing to it kind of like balances on the line of or it's it, it kind of balances where it's like not crossing the line but not i don't know how to explain it but like sometimes people need help to get through these kinds of things and like oh, right. i don't like the idea that it's like well you can just do it yourself or you well, should be able to it's like, interesting because like the movie kind of has like it does covers have both bases is the right. Wrong it has way to say it because Aradne like Cobb's thing, help, you know, in a way. Well, yeah. but, but like Cobb's thing, he mostly does himself. Like yes. that's you know he yes. gets through his guilt and confronts his dead wife. But and then but then on the other side, it's like Robert Fisher, the guy who they're incepting the whole time. Mm -hmm. I mean, he learns from his dad. Oh, I should be my own man. But. but it's actually was, himself. His well, it's actually it's actually himself, but they got him there. So it's like, yes, I still think it's not just oh, well, within himself he was okay. They needed him to literally go into his dreams, right, in order to <laughs> so like, it's like confront instead of it. like outward help, they he they gave him inside help. Right, but they were still 
critical in him discovering that. Like, he yeah. wouldn't oh, yes. have been able to on his own. This is true. I just thought, like, mostly for Cobb's side. Right. They were yeah, like, right. and, But that's you know. what's so interesting is that it kind of feels like they preach both messages, which is weird. Cause, yeah. Because, like, that the Robert guy was so conflicted and that these guys going in and doing the Inception thing, like, help right. them out yeah and you know and whether it's good or bad you know company. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at least helped him out right but then Cobb, like you know going through this horrible thing just gets through it on his own right in a way and it's like which, which one are you trying to teach me yeah <laughs> like, i mean maybe it's trying to say like in some cases you can do it yourself some cases you need others help i mean if that's the message i'm totally cool with that yeah, because it but, gets it gets murky, right? Because like the Robert mm-hmm. Fisher thing is like, okay, we incepted him and it worked out great, but like, uh, what if Cobb it incepted his wife and uh, got her killed? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's like, wait, is help sometimes bad? No, wait, no, we shouldn't say that. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah, yeah, and like, it's so interesting to think that he Fisher is like, you know, going so deep within himself, like in his dream state and like his mm-hmm. subconscious and all this that like. He's kind of trying to reconcile with his father's death. And, mm-hmm. like, in a way, he's trying to find that his father actually cared about him. And, like, he's sort of self... Right. What's really it's interesting so about crazy. that like, is, like, he's kind of, like... His dad could have still hated him oh, in yes, real life. Exactly. Like, his dad But, like, he could, convinces himself he, that it's mm-hmm. okay. That, that crazy. his father did actually care and like yeah yeah so it's, it's just interesting because i mean it's it's like human nature to sort of try and comfort yourself like thinking that a person is thinking a certain way when in reality more than likely they're not <laughs> like you right, don't know yeah. how they're thinking at all unless they tell you and are telling the truth but right. like it's interesting that his resolution is like you know found within himself, but it's kind of himself telling himself what he's right. You know, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely. <just> interesting. <laughs> and that probably definitely wouldn't have worked if his dad hadn't died. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, in real life already, right? Like because like, you wake so up recently. from that dream and then you go, "Hey, dad, you know, I know you love me." He's like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> what?" I hate what? you. What? There's no secret will. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, we talked about the characters, but in terms of the roles on an Inception team, uh-huh. if you had to be on an, on one of these teams, <laughs> what role would you want to be? Oh, God. I would be so bad at all of them. <laughs> yeah, I would be terrible at all of them. But if I wanted to be able to get good at one of them, how about that? If you okay. could get good get at good. one of them. <laughs> Yeah, like if like yeah, if you had the opportunity, you could be good at any of them. Okay, which one would you want to be? Like, uh, what would you have the most fun with? I mean, it would be really, really cool to be an architect. I would oh, yeah, never sure. be able to do it. But <laughs> well, I think I think basically no one would. And the fact that they're just like, oh yeah, Ellen Page's character can just be an architect. I'm like, what are you talking? I'm about? like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, oh, she just created this whole dream. And this one, too. And right. this one. Like, like, I've had dreams, but, like, I can't always do whatever I want in them or create things as I'm going. Right. I, like, Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, like, the, their previous architect, Nash, like, he screws it up because of the carpet. Right. Like, 
you have to yeah. know like every detail of thing of, about the person i'm like oh my god that's insane exactly like, i'm like i would hate that <laughs> I, yeah i feel like that would be really stressful but on the same side of stressful but i think would be really interesting would be would be the forger like eames role like, yes yes if you could impersonate so people cool. that would be pretty awesome like i th- i would be horrible at it oh yeah but it would be really if, cool i think it would be interesting and it would feel like because the architect like the architect creates the whole dream but then mm-hmm. they're like kind of hands off like i mean yeah you know they're not constantly manipulating things as they go out they just set up the whole dream world right when the dream starts so that would be really stressful because then yep. you never know if something you scra- screwed up would happen like halfway yep. through the dream. And I'm so bad at making mazes, I would, it would be bad. <laughs> yeah, make a maze that can be solved in, you know, yeah. two minutes. It's like, like uh, uh, it'd be like a straight line. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. But I think Forger would be, it, it would just, it would be very stressful. Oh but yeah. it would be like. It'd be really but it, interesting but to, like, the play someone would be else. But so high. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be just... I think that's the same reason why, like, being, like, just one of the thieves, like, Cobb, would be awesome. Because, like, when he decides he has to convince uh, in this in the hotel, yes. in the second dream, he has to convince Robert Mr. that... Charles. I, you know, I, yeah, I'm I'm your protector in the dream world, and uh, we're in the dream world. And he has to not screw that up. It's like, yeah. that's... The whole like it's all in- about like improv, yeah. Like, side of it is pretty charisma, cool. improv, mm-hmm. all of that. Which things I like charisma, I'm not bad, but like improv, oh god. <laughs> oh jeez, yeah. Like so that bad. seems like a lot of this is nothing ever goes quite right in a yeah. dream because oh I don't know it's a dream <laughs> and you have no time to think about what to do. Like perfect no. example is Arthur when he comes up with that crazy plan to drop them. Right. Like I would it's never like the be van's able to... like about to hit the water. <laughs> and they're like Jesus. he's like, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I think probably, you know, if I if I was the chemist, if I also got See, to be a getaway driver, I guess that could be fun. <laughs> but See, I don't think you'd always be a getaway driver. Right. And, like, for me, that's, like, closer to what I do. So I'm like, nah, right. I don't want to do that in the dream world. <laughs> right. I mean, it, I, basically, that would be like if you're an anesthesiologist, right? Right. Like, exactly. You just put, put them under and be like, all right, just look at your watch. All right, cool. Wait, wait, wait to... <laughs> Play the music and dump them in some water, like yeah, <laughs> yeah right. If if you were also a getaway driver, that that'd be a little more intense. It'd be a, yeah. A little, I that's one of oh, my favorite. Oh gosh, favorite when scenes he, when he's yep, like, did when you he, see that? Did you see that? Everyone's asleep. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's like it's moments like that where I love that. There's, I love that there's so few of them. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's not like, oh, this is a comedy. Right. Like, when like, Arthur kisses. You could go way too far the other way. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. He's like, it's oh, just no. Like, quick moments that are like, give you a chuckle, but not make you go, ah, ha, 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 and, Right. Like, forget then that you're like, like, this wait, is real shit. This is serious. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, you know. Yeah. It, it, it feels more human that way. That mm-hmm. like, Arthur would do something in that circumstance just because. But mm-hmm. like, but. He's not like, oh, I'm the Joker. Like, yeah. I'm going to make jokes all the time. It's exactly. just, oh, beautiful girl. I'm just going to kiss her cause, and pretend like it's part of the plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I would agree with that. If you had a totem, right? Okay. And so you knew whether you were in the dream world or not mm-hmm. at any time because you could test the totem. 
how often would you test it? Right. <laughs> and if it was off, like, and you knew you were in a dream, would you, what, kill yourself? Yeah, I don't... I'd, like, this is all presuming yeah. that you have absolute confidence in the totem. So it's like, if you right. if you felt something wrong, you know you're in a dream. Yes. But, like, I I don't think I've killed myself in a dream. Like, intentionally. Right. Like, I, I, like I've unintentionally, oh, definitely. you know, like, gotten I've, myself yeah, I've killed definitely... so I wake up. Yeah. But I've not, like, been, oh, I'm in a dream. Time to die. Right. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's die. Yep, <laughs> that sounds That'll wake fun. Me up. But yeah, yeah, in terms of like how often I would check it, I feel like I would have my hand on it all right? the freaking time. Same. I if just, I knew I could be, be in my put pocket. In dream, yeah, yeah, I would just be like, <laughs> "Am I, I in the dream?" Ooh, totem idea. I feel like I could, I could totally just have one of the rocks that I collected. Mm, there you go. That yeah, because from like if you somewhere if you held on to that thing for long enough. Yeah. It would be, like, impossible to replicate exactly that Oh, rock, yeah. So. Exactly. That, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That's a really good because one. Because I've collected so many freaking rocks, and, yeah, I could easily use one of those. <laughs> right. No no two are alike. No. <laughs> yeah, no, that would... I, I would probably have my hand on it all the time. All the time, yeah. All the Every time. Every time I wake up, I would be like, <laughs> give me my totem. Give me my totem. What's going on? <laughs> It'd be, like, in a really weird spot, like hidden on me or something i don't know yeah but uh well and well i definitely wouldn't kill myself if i found thought it was a dream because like maybe uh, maybe someone switched my totem and i didn't right and then maybe like i mean i'd like to find out why i'm there or what's going on you know that's true if you don't know anything about why you're in a dream like in a dream world i mean might (laughs) as well instant reaction is quick (laughs) yeah kill myself (laughs) well maybe someone's trying to incept you though who knows maybe i mean then you just kind of have to go with your uh you know gut instincts that you've had training and all this that's true if you have a totem you probably have training yeah exactly so it's it'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) it'll work itself out okay well uh, along that thinking what would your projections look like would they be like an army base would they be just random mm. dudes with guns what what would be your protectors like what I, like okay yeah 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 um gosh what would my protectors in a dream world be like i feel like they'd be robots <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> i feel like i would have robot protectors for sure like That's robots fair. drones i would have a very tech heavy protective service <laughs> for like my dream it. i like it <laughs> people would have to fight yeah see mine would be ridiculous and it'd probably be dragons or something like that yeah why not i mean that's the one thing i kind of wish the movie did was right? just go just go crazy I wish th- even if even if it was like brief if they had one, like one like, dream that was yeah. like just nuts <laughs> like like it's medieval themed or like with but i guess the point is that you're supposed to be convincing the people that you're not in a dream yes because like he wouldn't be believing if he was talking to his dad if there was a dragon next to him (laughs) i mean probably not but i guess so i guess that's probably why and like and well yeah because like early on before Cobb tells him it's a dream the whole point is to make him think it's real life yes yes but or but to make him think that someone awesome. else is getting <laughs> if him. If you were the architect and you just made a fantasy right? land. <laughs> oh my god, I'd, 
I'd live a full dream life out now in there. You, oh, okay. Now you take the 60 years? I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I liked it. You didn't say, oh, I live a dream wife life, you know, with my husband. No, it's just but... like as a dragon or, you know, in a realm with dragons. It would just something. be me with my dragon. It would be by myself. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. But I, I yeah. did like that one aspect of like, you know, them trying to, obviously this is all fake, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, no, it's real. It, it would be cool. It's cool that they, for these person subconscious, who's filling up the dream space, right? Like with mm-hmm. people and stuff like that, that that's kind of like, you know, the explanations for dreams that you can't have people in your dreams that you haven't seen in your real life yep. and stuff like that. Yep. So it makes sense that the person's subconscious has to fill up the dream because otherwise they would see people that they've never seen before. Yeah. And that Probably the brain would be like, out. this isn't how this is supposed to work. Yeah, it would maybe figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's like they tried to s- connect as many things to the real life as possible. Right. Which but is, without going too overboard. Yeah, which is kind of funny because I feel like sometimes in my dreams I see people that i'm like yeah, who me the too. fuck but, are you <laughs> but i think it also i think i feel like i've read also that like it can be like combinations so at that point yeah. it's like well but couldn't the combinations be like anything <laughs> right exactly <laughs> like if i combined like every face i've ever seen i could make any face in the world probably i get like right. i have enough permutations of faces i've seen that i could probably make a face tons <laughs> of faces i've never recognized you know yeah um, yeah but it, it's still interesting that, like, they try to keep some mechanics of how dreams work. Like, how, like, if you die in a dream, you wake up. That's that's true. It's, I'm pretty sure you can't die in your own dream and not wake up. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> I've never died in a dream and had, like, an out-of-body experience and been like, there's me dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm trying to Pretty think. sure I've always instantly woken up whenever I've died. Usually, I think for me... I either wake up right before the killing blow. Yeah. Right at, or my dream starts over. Oh, okay, sure. And I have to redo it. That dream still ends. What do you... you No, the same exact thing. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The same exact thing, like the same exact entire dream happens, but then it's just slightly worse. It's worse? Like, you're not better at it now? The nope. second, this is, so, wait. So, you're, it's not Edge of Tomorrow where, like, you get better <laughs> no. at the dream every time? No, you it's get Edge worse of Yesterday or something. I don't oh, know. No. <laughs> it's, it doesn't make any sense because I know what's going to happen, but then I do the thing, and then it just is worse. Like, wow, I that's... don't... It's weird, and I don't like it. It's very upsetting. <laughs> Your brain doesn't take the opportunity to have... A good time no, in your dreams. It does not. It really doesn't. And it's very sad. That's oh. why you would want that dragon dream because yeah. you can't have one normally. Exactly. <laughs> like I've had dreams where I can like fly and stuff, but you know, I haven't had a full on I'm a dragon. But in that dream, dream you got killed and you had to restart. <laughs> and then I just couldn't fly or something, you know? <laughs> you could only fly like ten feet off the ground the second time. You're exactly. like, oh shit. Exactly. <laughs> That's that's absurd. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> Psychologists, uh, what does that mean? <laughs> no. Uh, 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 you don't want to know no, that. No, <laughs> I don't want to know that. Don't tell me if don't any psychologists me, are that. listening. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Have you ever had a dream within a dream? No. 
I've always been awake in my own <laughs> dreams. I've never been asleep in my own dream. I've never been incepted. I've never, I mean, I don't. I guess I don't know don't that. Know, but man. I don't know. But you I don't, don't remember know. having a dream where I could have been incepted because I wasn't two layers deep. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Sam? Have you had a dream within a dream? I I have had a couple. I don't remember, like, all the details by any means. But I do remember, like, I was having... Yeah, you would make a bad architect. <laughs> <laughs> See? I would. It's all blurry, man. And the colors are muted. It's very sad. But, so... <laughs> So, like, I've had a dream where I was, like, doing this really crazy shit, and I was like, whoa, this is cool and crazy, and then I wake up, but I don't wake up. My okay. person that I am dreaming about apparently wakes up and then goes about their day. Wow. But it's not <laughs> my day. So, again, you didn't it's get really to have weird. the good dream. It's really <laughs> weird. <laughs> The person that dreamed down got to have a good dream. <laughs> That's And it's not even me, so I'm dreaming about right. a different person. <laughs> dreaming a about dream. a really cool dream. Yeah, it's it's bad. Don't tell me anything, psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh my gosh. If that's not a reverse psychology, I don't know what is. <laughs> anyway, my okay, one scene that I want to emphasize because I love it so much, especially this time I saw it, was the kick. The fucking mm, kick throughout the yep. all of the dreams. Oh my gosh. Their planning of that, first of all, is fucking hype. Yes. <laughs> the execution and how they showed it in the movie is also amazing so good like it made you really believe that time was being stretched across these dreams and that like like the van is going so So slow slow. as it's going towards the water and they're like panicking in the hospital and Mm -hmm. and joseph gordon levitt's like trying to get everybody together in the elevator yeah like as it starts to unfold the kick itself, it's so good. It's insane. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Uh, that part. I wouldn't have any faith in my execution right? to pull something like that off. And when they, all of them, like, whenever their eyes open, you're like, oh. And then, like, <laughs> they just keep, it, like, every person, when they wake up, when they wake up, like, it just is such a great scene. And I yep. love it. And then, yep. like. Another and just then they just wake up in the plane. Right, it's like a heart wrenching oh, scene is when in the plane. Yeah, is when Cobb wakes up and he sees everyone looking at him, and Arthur like is like, "Yeah, we did it." And like, same with uh, Aradne and you know everyone else. And it's just like, oh my gosh, they didn't do any of this stuff, but it was so important. Like, uh, right, it's so right. It's crazy. Like no- it's like nothing just actually happened. Like uh-huh. we were just asleep for a little bit and. That's we didn't even finish the plane ride. Nope. <laughs> like, and we just did it. Now we just move on with our lives. It's like that's that's so insane. They yes. went through all this crap and none of it actually happened. <laughs> yes. And I love when Fisher looks at Cobb like, "Oh, I had a dream about you." And like yeah, he doesn't know like that this... he knows. <laughs> right. He <laughs> just kind of looks he's... at him like, "Oh yeah, you're you oh, look yeah, familiar." That's yeah. Weird. All right. But yeah. That's it. That's such a great, like... It's the subtle glances, like, that's mm-hmm. all it takes to be like, that shit just happened. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, yep. This movie I think was that, really good. along with, um, in terms of just tension and not mm-hmm. the dream stuff, heartbreaking is is the scene where Cobb's wife kills herself. Yeah, like that whole sequence of her being like, you know, no, we just got to wake up together. Yeah. Um, and then oh she repeats gosh. the train, like speech he gave her. Yep. Uh, yep. And it's like, so gosh, rough. this is. It's like, and you know it's the real world, and you're like, no, she's not going to yes. do it. Please. And then, That's so rough. And then Leonardo DiCaprio, like, his reaction to it oh, is God. so good, too. It's so visceral. Yes. And, ugh. ugh. It's awful. It, like, yeah. definitely tore my heart out. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I feel yep. for you. Yep. Oh, man. If you had to lock away your dreams or something, that would be so weird. Yeah. Like, that would be <laughs> on levels like and and their m- memories like that that whole scene of her intruding first of all like right he doesn't even get super pissed about it which to me makes makes it seem like he kind of wants someone to know about it you know like right even and, if well, it's and not... also like he it's the only way he can interact with her at all is yes. in the dream world now so yep. like he she's being the worst but he's like yep. she's dead in real life this is the only time i get and to like, see her and like the only reason she's being bad is because of all the guilt he feels yep because it's it's his idea of mm-hmm. her you know of him having screwed her over how yep. she would act so yeah it's rough yeah man yeah. i would hope that if that whole situation ever happened to me i would not keep a vault of you know, memories, and that be the only way I can dream. Like, that would be terrible. Yeah, that'd be pretty bad. That'd be pretty bad. <laughs> a little dark. A little. A little bit. Well, I think on that note, that about wraps it up for the Inception talk this week. Yes. Unfortunately. Yes, you know. it, it is Don't unfortunate. Worry, more, more Chris Nolan movies coming down the pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry. Stay tuned. Always more. <laughs> This week, I believe it is your turn to give a recommendation, Kevin. I do have a recommendation, and who knows? This might be an episode in the future. Who knows? <laughs> it might be. But I just watched this movie um, yesterday. I watched Parasite, and it just won Best Picture at the Oscars, but who cares? Awards don't matter. Uh, <laughs> regardless, it's fantastically good i it is a hundred percent worth a watch south korean movie it's all english subtitles you're like oh subtitle get over it watch the movie (laughs) watch it it's so incredibly worth it and the only sad thing about this recommendation is the less you know the better like Mm. so i i can't tell you about this movie because (laughs) that will make it worse Mm -hmm. but it is it is fantastic, and like I think any kind of person would get some enjoyment out of it because it's so incredibly well crafted. The so the things I can say are that the cast is really good, and the tones in the movie are really good, and it is shot beautifully. It is every scene is so meticulous in how it looks that like it feels like every frame of painting. It it looks gorgeous and. It's unexpected, it's expected, it's, <laughs> it's you know, it's dark, it's funny, it's charming, it's it's everything in between. It's super good. 
so please do yourself a favor and watch it it's so good i'll have to check that out yep i, I might make you <laughs> oh man <laughs> discovery episode mm, maybe <laughs> all right everyone this has been expand cool Check us out on Facebook.com slash expandcool or Twitter.com slash expandcool for episode information and polls for episode topics. Feel free to share your first reaction and or thoughts on Inception on our social media. If you want to directly support us, visit Patreon.com slash expandcool. Tune in next week for our discussion on Disney's Hercules. I'm Sam. And I'm Kevin. Thank you for listening.